are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. back to the dynasty rewind everybody i'm your host michael bauer the best in the business is back in business before we get to it today a lot of great stuff going on i want to talk to you about our friends over at dynastyowner.com dynasty owner they play a brand of fantasy football that is as close to real nfl football as possible dynasty owner challenges you to manage your roster using real nfl salaries within a salary cap this adds an entirely new level of strategy to your game makes you a better dynasty and fantasy football player all the way around no new leagues are currently forming. However, you could still get logged in and put on a wait list. And who knows? There's always the faint of heart that abandons ships. Except for our team, we're going for the championship, baby. So there could be a team waiting for you to be its savior. Head on over to DynastyOwner.com today and tell them the crew at the Dynasty Rewind sent you. So let's welcome in the rest of our crew. Joining me, like always, we got uh, holding up some squirt soda. I don't even know what that is. But uh, we got Maddie Big Chest. How's it going, Maddie? What's popping? It's 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 going over here, man. We're living the dream. That's awesome, man. Hey, it's good to see you again. Always good to have you back. Um, always fun to be here. You know, I always have a great time when I'm on the spot. Yeah, that's that's why you're part of the crew, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So we are so happy to have you back, and we are also happy to have Nate Chris, the head head of our Debbie department. How you doing, Nate? I'm doing good. I'm staying busy. Uh, it's a huge class. So when I was snowed in here uh, on the East Coast. Took some time to do some scouting, and man, it's a long list of good prospects. Yeah, I, I didn't get to do any scouting yesterday, but I did get to do some behind-the-scenes things for the podcast. So um, I made benefit of my unexpected snow day, and another guy who had a snow day as well. We got Pork Man. How's it going, Pork? Going great. Yeah, I have mostly ice, so that, that whole bunch of sucks. But Maddie, what what the hell is squirt soda? I've never it, seen it, that it's before. It's grapefruit. It's good. You know, is it like Fresca? It, it's kind of, but it's better. It's it's like OG from like it's really old soda, you know. <laughs> uh, just, that's to awesome. be honest, I used to work with this guy who drank drank it all the time, and he got me hooked on it. So you know, I drink I drink Squirt now. Well, all right, well, so does she. But um, Frank Taco is saying what's up, fellas. As Will Harris is checking as well. Chev's not here tonight, but Pops is saying Chev's going to be in his house when he gets home from work tonight. And happy what's holidays up? to you too, as well, Pops. So give Chev all our love because we're not going to be able to talk to him today. But glad he's going to be at home hanging out with Pops for a little bit. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, hey, before we, I know I said we have an announcement. But before we do, uh, my brother-in-law, Vinny, texted me. He asked if we could possibly give him some advice. He's advancing in the playoffs in our home league. So mm-hmm. um, his question is, he wants to know, do he go four wide receivers and two running backs? He has Taylor on the bench. Do you go him, Jonathan Taylor, over Clyde Edwards-Lair or over a wide receiver? He currently has two running backs and two wide receivers and two flex. He doesn't know what the best combo is. I'm logging on. I'm going to go look at his team right now. Uh, let's see. It would be very hard for me to sit Jonathan Taylor. Okay. Yes. And I would definitely start JT over Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Okay. He's projected to currently win. Here's his roster right now. Lamar Jackson, 
Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Miles Sanders, DeAndre Hopkins, Justin Jefferson, Travis Kelsey. Am I looking at the right roster? Yeah, I forgot he had Kelsey. Um, A.J. Brown, Terry McLaurin, uh, the kicker from Miami. And then we got some defensive guys in there. So um, on his bench, I'm just going to give you any guys of note. Um just that he might be considering here. Uh, Vinny also just want to go out there and say Josh Jacobs does have 21 points on your bench. Just want to throw that out there as well. On his bench, Jonathan Taylor, J.K. Dobbins, um, Chris Godwin, um, Jarvis Landry, D.J. Moore, Dallas Goddard. Why you guys have been playing more? Right. (laughs) And that is actually not the best team in the league either. This is why you do Empire Leagues. Um. So, oh, Linda's checking in saying the kicker. Uh, yes. Right. The disrespect. <laughs> so, I mean, I personally think, you know, I'm actually not going to comment on this because I'm in this league and I've already been accused of being a bad commissioner, league mate, and of collusion okay. several times in the past. So I'm going to refrain from commenting on this. Um, but what do you guys think? Any changes you think he should make or do I need to go over this lineup again? I think I'm going to go with Nate with this one. You kind of got to go with JT over CH. Okay. Because uh, you can't – at this point, JT is looking like the JT that we were looking for. Yep. And CH is getting spelled a lot by Lev Bell. And to me, Lev Bell is not really looking that special either. So I think that's just like an Andy Reid thing that he's doing, just trying to save his running back. So JT for, like, big time. Uh, just- what was his wide receiver core looking like? Um, his wide receivers that he currently has starting DeAndre Hopkins, Justin Jefferson. And then he has two in the flex. He has AJ Brown and Terry McLaurin. And on the bench, he has so this all came off of him having a very bad year last year and selling Ezekiel Elliott for a haul at a premium price. And he drafted very well. Um his bench mm-hmm. is just a couple noticeable guys here. Jarvis Landry, Chris Godwin, and DJ Moore on his bench as well. So. That's tough. It, it is tough. You want to say DJ Moore? No, I want to say Chris Godwin. You want to say Chris right. Godwin against the Landry? I like, Do- I like Godwin and Landry, honestly, but it's yeah. going to be tough for him to you, put them over the other guys. Would you put him over Justin Jefferson against Chicago, maybe? No. No. Because uh, you're going to pull one of those put one of those guys in for A.J. Brown. You're going to pull A.J. Brown, who could play in Detroit. They're the 30th ranked. Defense. No, that's that's, Aaron, no, that's, the, that's tough. <laughs> but it would have to be. It would have to be Terry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I it's mean, tough to pull Terry out. Okay. All right. So there's some possibilities there. It's calculated risk, though. You're playing with Haskins. That's playing with fire. You know, you don't know what you're going to get from him. He's he's been serviceable towards Terry in the past, though. So you know that he's going to get seven to ten targets from from Haskins. But are they going to be? Seven to ten accurate targets. Uh, Linda's also saying Seahawks haven't allowed a wide receiver touchdown in five weeks. Thank you, Linda. So um, <laughs> it's a good point. So you would put Godwin in over Terry. Cheers. But that's what you're saying, Maddie. Terry McLaurin. I'm sorry, Godwin over McLaurin is what you're saying there. Okay. Great. And obviously, you're going to play Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't need um, any. Oh, of course. And Manny, check it in. What's good, family? Manny, what's good with you, man? It's good to see you again. Oh, man. Always good to see you. And I'm assuming that this is Cody saying Vinny sucks at fantasy. Yeah. Probably Cody. So Most definitely Cody. Stop it, Cody. It's not fair. <laughs> um, so, hey, so let's uh, let's get right into it. Let's talk about our big announcement right here. 
Uh, let me get Cody's comment off the screen. And I just want to talk to you guys a minute real quick. Nate's making some spirit fingers. So um, we're going to be expanding in the offseason. You, you guys see that we brought in a bunch of new members. We got Maddie Big Chest. We got Bob Van Duzer, Bob, the IDP man, both fantastic contributors. We got Sean, who's actually going to be taking on a new role. And what he's going to be taking on is editor-in-chief. And what does that mean for you guys, fans of the Dynasty Rewind? All you have to do is go on over to patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind, and you can become an official rewinder. So basically, there's two tiers. There's going to be a $5 tier and an $8 tier. Nate, do I have those tiers correct? You got them. I got them right. So um, the $5 tier, the cheaper tier, you're going to get some good stuff there. Uh, You're going to get one or two extra podcasts a month. You're going to get a group chat. In the extra tier, you're going to get all of our written content and rankings, and you are going to get extra podcasts in the group chat as well. So you basically choose what you want to give to us, and in turn, you're going to get some of the best Dynasty content on the market. And I say that with confidence because I believe in each and every one of our contributors. We also got – hold on right here. Jason Wickard. Sorry, I had his name written down because I always say his last name wrong. He goes by Jay Wick on Twitter. He's going to be doing some written content for us as well. You can check out his current stuff over at Fantasy and Frames. Don't worry, I checked with Jorge first. He said it was fine that Jay Wick came on and did some contributing for us as well. So we're going to have a lot of fantastic content on there. IDP stuff, rankings, uh, Devi content, obviously, from our Devi team lead, Matty Big Chest himself. He's going to be running our group chat. If you want to talk to me in the group chat, you will have to tag me because I guarantee I will have it muted. And it's nothing against any of you guys. I'm old and cranky and hate group chats. That's it. I would actually prefer if you just DM me and I'll talk to you about mm-hmm. whatever you want. That's fine. So um, if you would love to be a Patreon, Patreon, I'm sorry, we would love if you were a rewinder, head on over to patreon.com forward slash dynasty rewind. Uh, it's going to be a great time. What we're going to do is this. We're going to talk about a lot of rookies. Nate and I were just talking, well, Nate and all of us were talking about the class. There's going to be a ton of wide receivers. It's not going to be enough time for us to break down on this show. These episodes are going to get just a little bit shorter because we're going to do a Patreon episode sometimes after we do our main show. Um, You're going to get the big name guys on this show. You want the deep dives. You want the third, fourth, fifth round draft picks that are going to win you your leagues. Head on over to patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. That is where you're going to win your fantasy leagues right there. I guarantee you the content's going to be fantastic. And when you're there, check out the amazing logo that Maddie Big Chess made because I'll tell you what. I just said, hey, make us a Patreon logo. And he's, he goes, yeah, what do you want? I go, yeah, I don't know. Keep it within our brand. And he nailed it first try, of course, because that's what he does. And also, you need some sort of graphics for something. You hit him up, you're not going to be disappointed. I think we could all yeah. agree with that, right, guys? He's awesome. So uh, somebody was the $50 tier. Yes, I didn't know that that was an option. but I believe you can actually <laughs> donate. So That actually includes uh, pics of Mike. That's <laughs> it's his uh espn shoot ah yes uh, issue. mrs <laughs> oh. is checking in uh sean's much much better half hi guys keep up the great work thank you emily and thank you for checking in um we have a lot of work for sean coming up so thank you for letting us borrow him as much as we do <laughs> and dingus wants to know how much is gus edwards going to outscore jk dobbins this week let's throw it to our uh our ravens fan no nope. I no. think I think Dobbins scores more this week. I think they both get a rushing touchdown, and I think they probably have similar yardage. 
on the ground, but I think mm -hmm. JK gets a couple more receptions, and that's what the difference is. Okay. Um, Linda saying congrats. Thank you, Linda. And Troy King checking in. What's up, pimps? Troy King, what's good, my man? It's always good to talk to Troy. Troy's like just a, a beacon of positivity on Twitter. Uh, Best Photoshopper around. He is. Um, <laughs> and Troy's great because he's such a positive guy, and Twitter can be such a really shitty place. Really negative, yeah. Um, want to let you guys know you do hear some advertisements from sponsors on this show. Um, obviously, they hook us up. We read some read-throughs. And they give us some, uh, you know, some a little, little something, something. Um, Linda, leave him out of this. Um, over on the Patreon show, there's not going to be any advertisements. You're already paying for that content, so we're not going to jam you up with any extra um, stuff like that. So just another thing to keep in mind. We hope to see you all over there. So hey, Jay Wick, he's watching at work right now. So this this man right here, Jason Wickard, you could just call him Jay Wick. He's watching at work. He's going to be contributing for us. We're excited to get to work with him. Your shirt's going in the mail tomorrow, my man. So don't worry, I got you. Um, Pork, talk to me about some yeah. monkeys, but real quick, uh, head on. Let me get the banner up down at the bottom of the screen, and then I'll yeah. let you guys put this read through. Then, yeah. So we did it. We uh, we talked uh, in our group chat about monkey knife fight last night. We kind of figured it was going to be some type of a shootout, so we did the more or less with passing yards for Derek Carr and Justin Herbert. Unfortunately. Mr. Carr messed up his groin really bad, and it looked like he was going to hit his over his more of I think it was like 230 yards or something like that. And Herbert was like 280, and obviously Herbert got that. So I mean, it it looked like it was going to go well, but obviously it didn't due to injury. So we're still going to continue to you know throw out this this good content for Monkey Knife Fight. That's probably going to be part of our Patreon as well. So once you subscribe, we can make you some money on there. Uh, and then I'm going to look on later on the episode, and then I'm going to see if we can, you know, hit you with another one that looked like it's going to be like a stone cold lot. Most likely the Titans game. Derrick Henry, spoiler. Yeah. So head on over to monkeyknifefight.com. Use the promo code rewind. They will match your first deposit of up to $50. You're playing with house money, basically. You know you're going to spend 50 bucks. Just do it in one shot. They're going to match you 50 for 50. You can't beat that. So Facebook user, which I think was still Cody, can I do the $50 tier? Just go throw it in a monkey knife fight. Promo code rewind. Be fantastic. Good times had by all. So uh, tonight we're going to take some victory or defeat laps, I guess, depending on some of the calls you made in the offseason. Um, so basically, what you know, what were some things we were right and wrong about? Yeah. It's, it's good to look back. And say I was right about this, and it's also good mm -hmm. to show some ownership when you were wrong too. And you know yeah. there was there were some things that I was right about, but I'm going to mostly eat crow tonight, and I'm just going to let everyone know that hey, I'm not perfect, and I own up to it when I'm wrong. Um, mm. But I'll tell you what: before we get to me, who would like to go first and take either a victory or defeat lap? Nate, you want to go first? Yes, because you go. know I got to talk about my biggest victory lap, Deontay Johnson. When he's healthy and on the field, he is a bona fide top wide receiver. And uh, PPR, you know, huge matchup advantage. He's just killing it out there. I mean, he's had a couple drops, and it's kind of annoying. But uh, I think it's not a big problem. I think it'll be worked out. But uh, overall, fantasy points-wise, I mean, that guy's been killing it for all year. Uh, as long as he was able to finish the game. <laughs> had a couple games where he was out after the first drive. Uh, he's just been killing it though and 
I remember at the beginning of the offseason, we were wondering if it's going to be Deontay Johnson or James Washington. I mean, that argument has been put to rest a long time ago. James Washington is having a little bit of resurgence here, but, I mean, Deontay has greatly surpassed him and has been incredible, and I have a share of him in just about every single league, so I've been very lucky. So if you're in a league with Nate and you want Deontay, you're going to have to draft him really high or you're really going to pay up. He's going to die on my rosters. All right, there we go. Um, who would like to go next? Maddie, I feel like you got something for us. Yeah, I got something off my chest. I thought DJ Chark was going to be a top 10 wide receiver this year. Um, and I was wrong there. DJ Chark is really disappointed. But, you know, how much has that contributed to his quarterback play? I don't know. So he's been banged up as well with injury. It's It's been tough being a DJ Chark owner. So, you know, I, I'm right there with you. You guys, as I said that, he might be a top 10 wide receiver. I have a lot of his shares because I said that, so I am there suffering in the pain as well. Yeah, I, I hear you. I had him in my Yahoo League, which at one point in time was looking like I was going to – could potentially be a championship contender, and now I'm playing for fifth place. Him and Ezekiel Elliott sinking the ship for me, man. Thought I had a really good lineup there, but it is what it is. Um, Pork, how about you? Right, wrong? Give me something. I'm going I'm to go with a wrong, and I'm going to just start it. So I know he's going to probably bring it up anyway. But I'm going to start with Maddie's boy, Antonio Gibson. I didn't expect him to be an RV10 uh, as of right now during the year. It's probably going. I don't think he's probably going to come back for the rest of the year, maybe like one or two games because uh, that turf toe is really bothering him. Um, but he's playing pretty well, uh, and he's being an RB10 without getting third down work majority of the time is very glaring. He looks very well uh, doing and running between the tackles. So next year, I think he's going to be a Stone Cold Lock uh, running back, RB1 next year. That's my Especially boy. Class yep. okay. I've been – I've loved Gibson since, since the draft, really, since he got taken by the Redskins in that offense. I was like, oh, I'm totally all in on Antonio Gibson, and it just – it's paid off because I got him in the, like, bottom of the second – most most drafts and it was great. He's he's worth so much. I've I've traded a couple shares on contenders where I've needed to trade him. Like I traded him and uh, Jerry Judy for Dalvin Cook, and that was a win because I needed a running back one. And Antonio Gibson's not going to be playing, so you know, yeah. just making that trade it, it just set me up for success because I knew to draft someone who went into an offense like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, look, one of our uh, viewers, Frank, he's saying, here's something. He's eating crow, and I thought David Johnson was going to have a resurgence here. I think you I and a lot too. of people. Yeah, he was set up for it, but you know, this is why Bill O'Brien is no longer employed. Um, so listen, I only have one thing that I was right about that I put on the show. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna, and everything else is just going to be me you know, saying, hey, I'm owning up to this. Um, before the season during draft season. Okay. After the NFL draft, um, everybody was going gaga over Henry Ruggs. He was the first wide receiver taken in the NFL draft. So you had that draft capital. And again, a lot of people, they put stock in the draft capital as you should. I said, why draft Henry Ruggs when you could draft KJ Hamler later? The only ADP I could find on DLF was May ADP when Ruggs was going at the 111 spot. And KJ Hamler was going at the 301. Okay. For the season, they have both played 11 games. Now, had Henry Ruggs played last night, I would have excluded that game just because uneven games. Um, 
So Henry Ruggs, 23 receptions, 414 yards on 38 targets, two touchdowns, seven carries for 42 yards. KJ Hamler in 11 games, 29 receptions, 377 yards on 52 targets, three touchdowns, eight carries for 38 yards. So the production is very, very similar. I'm going to take a victory lap on that one and say, could have had KJ Hamler later. You could have used that ADP to get a, and Antonio Gibson, had he still been there. Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. Darnell Jeff- Mooney. Darnell Mooney. You could have went Darnell Mooney even later. Um, but that was my victory lap, the one that really sticks out to me. I'm sure I've had some other ones, but uh, that was the only one that to me was worth remembering. So from here on out, it's just going to be me owning up to my mistakes. But uh, Maddie Nate, who wants to go? Who's got something else for us? I got one that I was uh, wrong on. Okay. So I was touting Hayden Hurst as a tight end one this year. Yeah. And uh, he's been. You and everybody else, bro. And he's been invisible at times. And he had a slow start to the year. Then he kind of ramped up and it was looking good. And I was starting to get excited again. And then it just hasn't been great. I mean, the Falcons as a team haven't been great this entire season. But Hayden Hurst is currently the tight end 15. Uh, I was saying that he's going to be a top eight tight end. And it just isn't happening. Uh, I don't know why exactly. Um, but. Yeah, Hayden Hurst is not turned out to what I thought he'd be. Uh, he might be replaced. I don't know. Um, he's he's older, and his rookie contract will be coming up soon. Uh, remember, he got drafted when he was already like 25, 26. So mm-hmm. um, if the Falcons are in a place to draft one of the top tight ends in this upcoming draft, I would expect them to. Okay. All right. So Hayden Hurst, I think a lot of people were wrong on Hayden Hurst too. I thought that Mm -hmm. everything was lining there for him and he was going to smash this year, but yeah, I've never really liked Hayden Hurst just because of the age of him coming out. And, um, you know what my call I'm going to say just right now was TJ Hawkinson was going to be a top five tight end this year. And I really believe that. And I drafted him in like the sixth round of startups this year because God knows how many startups I did due to COVID. Um, (laughs) and, uh, you know, he's one of the values that I found and he's hit and he's been so consistent. And if you have him, you're probably in the playoffs because he's just been a, a step above. Cause you know, you can play him every single week and get those points. Okay. Yeah. Frank also saying he was high on miles Sanders until last week and he went off on my bench. <laughs> yeah. I, w- I would like to say I was on the fantasy and frames pregame show last week. Uh, before the Saints game, and I said to play Miles Sanders. I do want to say that. I'm gonna, oh, there you go. Small victory lap for me. Everyone thought I was crazy, and I was like, it makes sense. They're going to ha- they're gonna have to run the ball if they want to stay in the game. Mm-hmm. So I did. Pork, back to you. What do you got for us? Um, This well, this guy has been touted as he was going to be a bust coming into the draft, and nobody liked him. He said he was going to be good for the Chargers. But Justin Herbert came in and blew the doors off the wall. I had him as me and Mike, I believe, had him as his QB two over Tua because even though Tua is playing well, I felt like yeah. Justin Herbert had the if factor. People and gave us crap I, for that work, man. They gave us a ton of crap. And after watching that game last night, I have the utmost respect for Herbert. He's dealing with a 50% Keenan Allen, a 50% Mike Williams. He's throwing the ball at Jalen Guyton and the dude Johnson. And, and they was shutting down the running game. And they Anthony needed Lynn him only to throw the ball. Of a brain. <laughs> he, <laughs> he got well. He had one pass in the fourth quarter. Stupid. They tried That's your to, best like, player. Give quarterback him. power run on the goal line. Yeah, what, Herbert what got the hit in the that? head. Yeah, yeah. And I thought I thought he was going to have a concussion. I'm like, why are you? 
you're messing up your franchise quarterback. Like, uh, do a bootleg and do something else. Don't run the ball at the one-yard line with your 6'6", 230-pound quarterback. Like, that's, that's stupid as hell. Yeah. But he's next year, if once Keenan gets 100%, I'm not really sure what they're going to do with Mike Williams. But a guy to watch out next year is Jalen Guyton. I love that guy. He's a great, great buy low right now, if you can. Yeah. Jalen Guyton, also known as uh, John Hightower West, because he's basically the same <laughs> thing. Um, are but Edward, better. Sean, but way better. He reached for Keyshawn Vaughn in a league or two. Unfortunately, he will admit that. Thankfully, not too many. I feel your pain. Yeah, I reached for Keyshawn a little bit too, but everything was looking up. And then the Jaguars, the Jaguar things, and they cut Leonard Fournette. Now he's there. And Leonard Fournette could end up being a weak winner uh, this week. Ronald Jones is going to be out. Um, so I'm hoping in the one league that I'm still in the playoffs, I had Fournette on my bench. So I slid him in there. And also my opponent had Mike Williams, who is out this week as well. So stars might align. You know who is a league winner this year? Who we can say we are all right on is Mike Davis. We were all right on saying you got to go get Mike Davis when CMC went out. We all got to take a victory lap there and pat ourselves on the back because we knew that was coming. So, you know, I I traded for Mike Davis in a lot of leagues. He's been nice. He's been getting me 28 points sometimes, and it's just like, oh, there's Mike Davis. There he is. (laughs) Can't beat him, man. Hey, I got one that I was wrong about, though, if you want to hear this one. I would say that Drew Locke would be a quarterback one. That is one of the predictions I made. You like the wrapping skill. Yeah. You know, I you do. Like he, he is currently quarterback 27 <laughs> uh, with 145.02 points. That's 14 and a half points per game in 10 games. Um, so I will be drinking. I made a bet with Dustin Lund. I said that uh, Drew Locke would be a top 14 quarterback, um, but I still had said that I think he'd be a quarterback one overall. Um, so oh I'll be boy. drinking Steel Reserve on the podcast one night. Um, so check oh, in with great. that. I get to drink a 40 of Steel Reserve. <sighs> yeah. Hey, I'll Faith tell you, me. Mike, one you were right about and one all of us were right about. What's that? We were all fading A.J. Dillon from the beginning. Yes. <laughs> that is true. You know, actually, now that I think about it, has he – I got one. He's done anything. I mean, even when Aaron Jones isn't on the field, it's been all Jamal Williams or Tyler Irvin. Tyler Irvin. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's one game. We, Dexter Williams. We saw that. Yeah. But the he, one, had COVID. He, he had COVID. He did have that, right, so that was the yeah, COVID. But, yeah, A.J. Dillon. We told you. Fade him. Big no, Linda, I'm not playing Edward Forty hands. I'm drinking 140 of Steelers. <laughs> um, and Frank is also saying Logan Thomas heating up for him. Picked him up in week one. Great waiver wire ad, Frank. Seriously. And, you know, a lot of people say in Dynasty, the waiver wire doesn't matter as much. Fab doesn't matter as much. So everything trades, false. Everything matters. Every player matters in some facet of the game. When you say things like that, all you're doing is devaluing certain aspects of the game. You have to be a complete player. Pay attention to everything. But um, would you play Logan Thomas this week with Haskins at quarterback? I guess it depends on what are your other options. You know what I exactly. mean? Exactly. You have to, you have to have other options. You have it's to look at other options. Very deep at tight end. So I could still see Logan Thomas being a tight end one. I mean, there's not like a lot of competition to be a tight end one these days. Yeah, that's true. That is pretty true. Um, does anyone have 
another guy that, or another I, anything? I got one. Uh, I, I would take a little victory lap here as well. Um, Tyler Higby, everybody was talking about he was going to be a top five tight end this year, and I totally faded him. I understood where they was coming from, but they just forgot about the fact that Gerald Everett was hurt last year. And once he came in, they were just peppering him with targets because they had to change the whole offense. Everybody thought they was going to continue with this whole 12 personnel thing, even when they draft Van Jefferson in the second round, and then they re-up Cooper Cup, and then they re-up Robert Woods, and you get Cam Akers. There's not enough balls on the field for everybody else. So Tyler Higby was already already off my board at that point. Yep. Porkman, there's a comment (laughs) down there for you. Dawson Knox is greater than Higby. Uh, Frank is saying that Kelsey is his number one. Frank, is this like a two tight end league, or are you saying um, you're considering playing him in a flex spot? I do, I would need some more uh, background info on the league there and see what your other options. Oh no, are. he's just saying that he picked. He liked Logan Thomas. That was his oh, victory lap. Oh okay, all right. But he so, has Kelsey already. Oh, Maddie was wondering if you would play him this week. My bad. Okay, so. Yeah. Um, all right, so Pork just did one uh, victory lap there. Maddie, Nate, do you guys have anything else? I got a guy that I picked up off the waiver wire in a bunch of leagues. Um, unfortunately, not enough leagues, but James Robinson. Okay. When Leonard Fournette got cut, I put a tweet out saying, yeah, like Ozigbo and uh, Armstead are fun names, but go pick up James Robinson because this backfield is wide open and he was super productive at Illinois State. He's a rookie coming in, and they said he had a good training camp. So I was like, pick this guy up. I mean, it's worth a shot. Mm-hmm. I had no idea he would do anything close to what he's done. But I Nobody still said, did. hey, go pick this guy up. And someone actually tweeted at me this week saying, hey, I'm like making it through the playoffs and have one of the best teams in the league because I listened to your tweet and picked up James Robinson on that day. So I picked him up in a I couple of leagues. Like I said, not enough. Didn't trade for him. Um, I should have. But uh, I'm feeling pretty good about that one. I have him in uh, about – two or three of my like five paid leagues so can i piggyback off that yeah and take a defeat lap um i tend well where are the dynasty rewind hats you tell me i've been talking to you about this you tell me <laughs> when they're here that's how this works you're the guy um i tend to do this a lot and it, and it kind of makes me sound a little bit hypocritical when i said you have to pay to everything um sometimes they say i don't need that guy Two guys I'm going to tell you I don't need, I said this year, was one was James Robinson. I thought he was going to be a flash in the pan. He is currently the running back four on the season. Um, all all these statistics that I'm coming off are courtesy of FantasyPro.com. Uh, Fantasy Pros, forgive me. Um, with 190.1 fantasy points, he's averaging 14.6 fantasy points per game off of your waiver wire, everyone. So you should have listened to Nate. Um, my second one, Robert Tunyon. Said I don't need that guy. Jay Sternberger is going to be the guy there. Um, he's currently the tight end three on the season with 107.3 fantasy points and 8.3 fantasy points per game. So whenever you say you don't need a guy, you do because there's going to be injuries. There's going to be bye weeks. So if you have room for a guy, make room for a guy, even if you don't like that player because somebody else is going to like them and value them. You can get something that you like on your roster. So uh, that's one of those things, me saying I don't need a guy kind of. Yeah, Will saying worst take of his offseason was thinking Rykel Armstead was going to be a thing like when I traded a third-round pick for Rykel Armstead because I was like I'm getting a starting running back for a third-round pick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
And uh, Frank is saying he avoided James Robinson. What a miss. Yeah. I know. Hey, I, I'm feeling your pain there, Frank, man. Trust me. Yeah. It sucks. Um, Maddie, I kind of skipped over you, but I wanted to piggyback off of what uh, Nate said. What do you got for us? Cam Akers, man. I was I was so off of Cam Akers. I did not like his tape out of Florida State. And, uh, you know, I wish I invested more in Cam Akers. I don't have any dynasty shares of him. I only have a couple of redraft shares. And uh, it's just because he would run into his blockers at Florida State, and that's something you don't like to see. But then again, it must have been that his offensive line was just that bad at Florida State because he is running really well behind these open holes. And, man, I missed. Like, it's been bad. It's He's really just been really coming out strong as a league winner. If you have him on your taxi squad in, in a dynasty league, you're able to bring him up now and play him in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, hey, Margarita Jake HH is saying he had Tunyon earlier in the year, had Hurst, Johnny Smith, and Engram thought I was good, and he dropped him. Gross. Oops. That's how it goes. Yeah. Well, hey, you know what? Okay. He's saying early in the year, Johnny Smith, everyone thought he was going to have a great year. Hayden Hurst, Nate, you talked about that earlier. We all had high expectations, yeah. except for Maddie, because he wasn't really a fan. And, you know what? That's good. You have your take on a player, and you turned out right on that one. And Evan Ingram, who I actually have never been too high on, I kind of feel like when Evan Ingram goes to a he's different not good in cold games. So if he goes no. to Los Angeles, maybe, or you know, one of those two teams out there, or Las Vegas, if Darren Waller moves on or whatever, he could be good. Um, so he dropped them, and yeah, we've all unfortunately made mistakes like that. It sucks, man. But um, all right, so who are we back to now? Or- who has something else for us? Yep. I always got more. I, I missed yeah, on I Michael one. Gallup. Um, I thought Michael Gallup was going to take a step up this year. I actually said before the season start that he would score more points than Amari Cooper. Um, you know, I even with CeeDee Lamb, I mean I was I was saying these things before CeeDee Lamb got drafted there, and I stuck to it even afterwards. I thought there was enough to go around. And there was a ton of volume there when Dak was healthy. Um mm-hmm. De- uh, Gallup was still the third in the pecking order, which kind of sucked, but he still looked good. Um, didn't have the fantasy stats that we wanted, but when he was throwing the ball, he did well. He had a lot of uh, big plays down the field. Unfortunately, most of them were uh, drawing pass interferences at the right time. But I thought Michael Gallup was going to be a stud this year. Didn't work out. Part of that's the Dak injury, but part of it's just, I mean, there's too many great mouths to feed there. Yeah. Mm. It sucks, too. And I saw a couple mocks of Kyle Pitts getting taken by the Cowboys. Which get richer. Yeah, but I kind of don't know. see it. I mean, they have a they have a bunch of they other. Lot, they need a lot of help. Yeah, now I really like that fit. And they have Blake Jarwin well, with like, a nice contract. I like the fit yeah. too. I'm just saying, like they have plenty of pass catchers there. Yeah, they should diversify a little bit. But who's got something else for us? Yeah, I got. Um, I thought Terry McLaurin was going to be like a top five wide receiver this year. Um, when Haskins was there, he was balling, but as soon as he got benched and they put uh Kyle Allen in, it just started going downhill a little bit. Like he'll have a couple good games and a couple bad games, became very inconsistent. Um, that's why hopefully when Haskins comes back this week. Hopefully he can start, you know, throwing him the ball a little bit more. You know, Alex Smith is a little bit of like a pepper guy. He's like throwing the McKissick 85 times a game. Then he throws the Cam Sims a whole bunch of times. And, you know, he loves his tight ends. And it seems like Terry McLaurin just got lost in the pasture. So when it came down to that, I, I, I kind of messed up his stats a little bit. 
he's still a very high end uh, wide receiver too this year. But I thought this the the I thought the moon of that guy, and he's a downfield guy. And you know Alex Smith wasn't that type of guy, which I wasn't expecting him to be that way anyway. Coming back from that uh that gruesome leg injury, but unfortunately he was not a Terry McLaurin guy. Well, I will take a small victory lap here on J.D. McKissick, who's one of my waiver wire ads a bunch of times. Panned out really well, gets a ton of targets. I don't know how good he's going to look with Haskins in the game. You know, Alex mm-hmm. Smith, Mr. Checkdown Charlie. But if Antonio Gibson's out, I think there could still be enough volume there for McKissick to be relevant in your playoffs. Um, I'll just do my last one. This is the one that I, it's going to end up costing me a shot on this show. Nate, you're not doing a shot. I was predicting a breakout for Jay Sternberger. He is currently the tight end <laughs> 61 on the season, and he has 17.4 fantasy points on the season. I have as many fantasy points as Jay Sternberger this year. just want to remind everybody that I traded Jay Sternberger to Mike in the listener league for a second-round pick. You did. <laughs> you did. And I thought, I stole Jay Sternberger because he's going to smash this He definitely did. <laughs> Oh, dude, that's terrible. Uh, so, I mean, I guess give me credit for believing in my guy, but also shame on me. Hey, you walked the walk that you talked. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. But um, all right, let's talk about someone else now. Uh, who wants to go next? <laughs> DeAndre Swift, man. I had him as my RB1 in this running back class. I have to take this victory lap because he has to be the RB1 in most people's minds now. I mean, Cam Akers maybe for some people. Or if you're if you're a big J.K. Dobbins fan, you know Nate over there, you could have J.K. Dobbins as your RB one. But I have JT. Swift as my, I have Swift JT. as my RB one, and it's got to be Swift for me. So uh, his receiving upside in PPR leagues, it's nice, man. If you if you watch the Saints game this year, go just put that tape on. Go watch him run his routes, where he runs some Texas route. He does a Texas concept where he does an angle route, and he just destroys a linebacker, and it's just so impressive to watch. He's He's a premier talent in this league, and he's nice to have on my dynasty leagues because I have him on all my teams. All right. So if you're in a league with Maddie Big Chest, you're not getting Swift. You're not getting, yeah. And you're <laughs> probably not getting TJ Hogginson off of him either. Or Gibson. No, or Gibson. Any any other untouchable players you have? Um, if you're looking right here, there's Kenny Galladay. He's becoming slightly more touchable, though. Okay. <laughs> slightly. All right. What, all right. Actually, what about you guys? Do you have any, um, do you have any guys? And yes, Linda, we know you don't trade. I sent you a very good offer for Justin Herbert. <laughs> you declined it. Um, do you guys have any players that you consider when they're on your roster, they're untouchable? Uh, basically, Lamar Jackson, Deontay Johnson, Mark Andrews. A.J. Brown for me as well. <laughs> Bork, what about you? Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews for me too, Nate, because you're you know, not, still not getting him in the listener league. <laughs> Um, Mark Andrews, uh, Justin Herbert for me, and Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Um, and Derek Henry as well, because he's an animal. Mark Andrews is a big, big hands off guy for me. I have him in a bunch of spots, and I just will not move him. And I know it really irritates people, but I don't care. Justin Herbert as well. I have him in a couple spots, and I just, you know, will not move him either i i just i believe in the talent i love the guy mm-hmm. oh another guy i want terry mclaurin i love terry mclaurin he's a guy i will not move if i have him 
Yeah, I, I actually I have it in one league, and um, this guy keeps I send you a great offer, and I look at it, and I'm like, oh, here we go. T Higgins, I will not move T Higgins, mm-hmm. even with Joe Burrow injury. I believe in the talent. I'm gonna hang on to him because he's the guy. He's great. He's, he's great. That's a good one. Me, that he's gonna make whatever quarterback is throwing him the football look better. Maybe yeah. not this year, him still being a rookie, but I think his second and third year, he's gonna look real good. He's impressive without needing separation to create high mm-hmm. point catches like he does. Like he's just been elite at that, man. And that's something that like Kenny Galladay did well when he came in as a rookie. And that's what T. Higgins is doing well. So why not get T. Higgins? And you also like, oh, he's gonna be good. You also not get Lamichael Piran off me. Of course. Definitely. <laughs> I'll take that of one course. too. Um yeah, T. Higgins is a beast, man. Coming out of college. We knew that he was great at contested catches, and he had good athleticism to go with his size and frame. Um, he was a great you know, projection at X, Y, wide receiver, and he just got slept on. I think the big issue was he mm-hmm. didn't do the combine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then with the – I mean, he did have a pro day, but he just got swept under the rug because his pro day was like a day before all the COVID lockdowns hit. So Ooh, yeah, well. he didn't have his combine, so he just fell – by not going to the run at the combine. And then with the crazy offseason, he just got slept on, man. If he had had his combine, we would have been slobbering all over him because he would have put up good numbers, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he saw that one. Uh, he, he was in an agency, and one of the players didn't test well, and then all those agency players did not test as yeah. well. So. Yeah, it was weird. This combine was weird because they had it at night. For the first mm-hmm. time, yeah. and a lot of players didn't test. A lot of agents didn't. They were tired. Test. You you run a lot better in the morning, which yep. is actually in facts. And they were having them do like the two, like the, the twenty yard shuffles and stuff at like eleven o'clock at night. Like, mm. just wasn't a good idea. Yeah. They tried to make money off it. You know, put it in prime time. Typical but NFL. It's, it's not. It's it's underwear Olympics in the morning. Come yep. on. Well, thing. I want to yeah. watch it at work. Yeah. Yeah. They they don't it's get it. Stay home and watch it. You, yeah. you take a sick day. record it during the day and put it on it. <laughs> it doesn't. We don't have to watch it live. You know what I mean? Like no. it's nice, but I'm just saying, like I'm gonna watch. It always replays too. Exactly. Right. You know what I mean? You want to get the best out of these guys. So um, I'm done with all my victory and defeat laps. Do you guys have anything else? Um, I have a kind of both. Okay. Um, coming into the draft, did not like Josh Kelly. I know you guys like Josh Kelly. I did not like Josh Kelly. He got drafted to the Chargers, and I was like, dang, that's a good landing spot. He's going to beat out Justin Jackson, and he's going to be a good running back. Um, so I ended up drafting him in a whole bunch of places because even though I didn't like him on film, I didn't think he was going to be very good. I think he was, wasn't going to be very versatile. I drafted him because I was like, this is a good landing spot, and you know, some guys in the community like him. So you know, I'm going to go against my gut feeling and draft him. Um, and you know, not saying that my gut is always right. There's guys that I did not like that have done great, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, I there's a lot of players I liked at Josh Kelly's ADP that I should have taken instead. I just fell in love with the landing spot, and I think that just begs the you know, we just bring it up again and again. You know, talent over situation because I mean that's what happened with AJ Browns, what happened with Ceedee Lamb, T Higgins. Yep. These guys, you know, it doesn't matter where they go. They're gonna if they're talented enough, they're gonna make something happen. So uh, I was right on him, but also wrong because I drafted him in a whole bunch of spots. So okay, yeah, all right. Um, you guys, got any anything else you want to share with us? If you got, if you have a uh, a buy low, if you want to get one now, 
I would try to get Denzel Mims from the Jets because oh, yeah. most likely they're getting Trevor Lawrence next year. Trevor Lawrence and Denzel Mims is going to be outrageous. That guy is a, a workout stud. So if you if you can try to get him now or after the offseason is over while nobody's really paying attention, you can get him kind of for cheap, maybe like a Same second or a third. Same thing with LaVisca Chenault. Going to be exactly. catching passes from Justin Fields next year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, He's going to eat as well. One tip I give people as soon as trading opens back up, um, Linda, come on, we know I'm your favorite. Um, scour the forgotten players, the guys on IR, the guys sitting on taxi squads. Um, Cortland Sutton's probably not going to be as cheap as he is right now. Like, oh, I forgot about Cortland Sutton. You got Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler, no Fant out there. So, guys like that, scour those forgotten players, IR, you know, taxi squad guys, deep bench guys. Look for them. So, yeah, Linda <laughs> says, buy Blake Jarwin or don't you know don't do that we're gonna draft hey, this. i was a big blake jarwin fan i'm gonna be right there with linda i was saying blake jarwin was he, i had him in so many leagues this year as a late tight end grab yeah and uh i mean i wouldn't call that a loss or a you know defeat because he looked good in the one quarter he played this year i would call it a wash i'll tell you i didn't I'm have right there him with on my bio I, I didn't see the Blake Jarwin hype. I just didn't see the Cowboys appeal for a tight end because they don't. They had so many wide receivers that I just thought there was just too many mouths to feed, too many cooks in the kitchen. And that's why I think they're going to add Kyle Pitts because they want to add that too many cooks in the kitchen and bring the, the Chiefs offense to the NFC and bring an elite tight end because if they bring an elite field-stretching tight end like Kyle Pitts, they're just evolving this offense. And they're going to, if they do that, you know, their offense has become basically unstoppable if they can keep all those wide receivers together. Um, Sean is also saying, piggybacking off what I said, Darnold could be a good buy low. You know, he's got to be given a chance in a better situation. So, yeah, there you go. Um, and Linda's saying, when Dak was healthy, Schultz was a tight end one with a crime. Exactly. <laughs> that's Donald Schultz. Linda, are you drinking Trulies right now? <laughs> Put that in the comments, please. <laughs> I like how you made that as like a plural thing, as in Trulies, as in more than one. Well, we know she it's not. You can't just drink one Truly. Switch, right? switch <laughs> to the non-alcoholic beverage squirt. There it's great go. for you. <laughs> I'm I don't pretty know sure I don't want to drink a squirt. Are you telling Linda to squirt, Maddie? I just, I'm just curious <laughs> what? what's happening right now. So. That was, it's, I mean, right, moving on. And we're devolving fun. once again. We're we never devolve, and you know what? If we're gonna talk about stuff like that, then I just want to tell you guys, um, listen up, fellas. Twenty twenty sucked. It's New Year, new balls with our sponsor, Manscaped. Manscaped is the best in men's below the belt grooming, offering precision engineering tools for your family jewels. Look at this. Everybody is dropping out. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna give myself a nice big solo layout. See my beautiful burgundy champion sweatshirt that my wife bought me on Black Friday shopping. It's just a regular crew neck. Kind of like it, right? Let me write down this timestamp for Kyle. 47 minutes. I'm sorry, for Dominic. 47 minutes. And we're talking about Manscaped. So, hey, if you let yourself go in 2020 while in quarantine, Manscaped is here for you to reboot and stay clean and shaved in 2021. I'm going to be using this extensively so that Dr. Slade can give me the old snip snip on Tuesday, which I'll be live tweeting during. It's going to start around 10 a.m. this Tuesday, December 22nd, I think that is. So get in line for that. It's going to be some good live tweeting from the host with the most. 
Manscaped is here to give you a fresh start in 2021 with their perfect package 3.0 that has all the right tools for the job. Come out of quarantine with clean balls thanks to the Lawnmower 3.0. This waterproof and skin safe trimmer will reduce nicks to your two best friends. The third generation trimmer even has a light to give you the glow up you need in 2021. I don't know what a glow up is, but it sounds fantastic. Um, I do know what a glow worm is. It is currently in my daughter's crib. It's also time to freshen up down there this new year. The crop preserver is an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? And if it is the smelliest part of your body, probably goes to the doctor man and for on the go freshness you will love the crop reviver ball toner spray 2020 was awful so make sure your boys are refreshed and ready for new beginnings in 2021 manscaped even threw in their shed travel bag to keep all your goodies stored comfortably speaking of comfort the manscaped anti-chafing boxer briefs are also included your hands down the best underwear you will ever wear i can attest to that because porkman is wearing a pair right now he sent me pictures beforehand so get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code Pork20 at manscaped.com. Your balls and the Dynasty Rewind will thank you. Again, 20% off and free shipping with the code Pork20 at manscaped.com. Happy New Year to your balls. So let me get out of solo layout now. Um, how do I do that? Exit solo layout. There we go. Nate, you can come on back now. We're not talking about Manscaped. Welcome back, Nate. Thank you. I'm so glad to be back. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let's see. Here we go. Facebook user. My dudes, I don't know who this is. If somebody could hop on Facebook and tell me who this is. I need the rewind crew to save me two running back spots, two flex spots. Carson, I'm assuming Chris Carson, Zeke, mm -hmm. David Johnson, Russell Gage, Corey Davis, and Michael Pittman. So two running back spots and two flex spots. Carson, Zeke, Davis, Pittman. This is David Ibrahim, by the way. Oh, it's uh, David from FantasyGo.com. Um, he does a lot of stuff with um, Fantasy and Frames. I was on the Fantasy Playbook with him this past week. Fantastic guy, fantastic follow. I believe his Twitter handle is at FantasyGo.com. So make sure you or FantasyGo at FantasyGo. Just check him out. He's fantastic. Yes, yeah, that's what uh, Porkman just said. Thank you, David. Um, so you said Carson, Zeke, Davis, and Pittman, right? Yeah, I agree with that too. Well, now, just real quick. Do you think Gage would be a better play with Julio out? No. You Who are the Falcons so? playing again? Someone. They're playing the Buccaneers. Yeah, I don't want wide receivers against the Buccaneers. Okay. Mm -mm. Even though Pittman hasn't really smashed too much. But we're out on David Johnson then? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Duke Johnson is also – I saw he missed practice today as well. Hmm. Buddy Howell season. <laughs> hey, when's it going to be Isaiah Coulter season? Oh, man. Who knows? Like, seriously. They... Uh, Chad Hansen, man. Chad Hansen. Seven catches on seven targets? That dude he looks like he played the cross. He helped me win 2020. a game last week. So There you go. Thank you, Chad Hansen. All right, perfect. Um, Pork, did you shout out to Tyron Johnson this week? I'm playing him. I'm playing against him in a lot of leagues. It's really fun. Mm. <laughs> Pork, did you come up with an MKF smash like you said you were going to? Oh, oh, it was the um, Derrick Henry. I want to see. Let me give me a second. Yeah, I, I have it up right here. I'm just trying to see how many um, over more more or less that you have for Derrick Henry while we're live. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Go ahead. No, we're not live or anything. Actually, it's not yeah. even up right now. Go ahead, bro. 
they don't have them up right now. So they don't have them but up. Smash but smash more. That would just, whatever it is because they have the they have the matchups up, but they don't have the players with the numbers on them yet. But okay. whatever the whatever it is, just smash the over because right. they play Detroit and it's probably going to be him with Swift. I would probably smash the over on both of them for fantasy points and for yards. Perfect. Swift will be the game plan for Detroit. Yeah. Because, you know, if Chase Daniels the quarterback, they're going to be playing a lot of screen passes. They're going to do a lot of outside angle passes. And, you know, just everything is going to be going through Swift. So, and Hawkinson, too. Yep. Um, Nate, before we head on out, do you have a Debbie Player of the Week? I know I didn't ask you. I do. I do. A short little one. But Jalen Robinson, he's a wide receiver for UCF. He's a sophomore this year. He actually is a three-star prospect um, from high school for 24-7 sports. He actually went to Oklahoma first and then transferred to UCF after uh, his freshman year. At UCF, he's been great. Uh, he's playing really well with Dylan Gabriel, who is a top college football quarterback right now. Um, both of them will be juniors next year. It'll be really exciting to see them um, just dominate their conference and uh, probably be ranked again. Uh UCF is losing a bunch of wide receivers to the draft this year. Marlon Williams, who I'm a big fan of, is going into the draft. And Trey Nixon, who's a senior, uh, is going into the draft. So Jalen Robinson is going to be the number one with UCF. And with Dylan Gabriel throwing the ball, I mean, that's going to be a ton of volume. This is a guy to watch. Uh, the 2022 class is looking – another class looks pretty good at wide receiver. Um, Jalen Robinson's probably not going to be like a top five pick in that next draft. But uh, he's going to be someone you want to keep an eye on. He's got great athleticism, really fast, and a big playmaker. He's going to have a lot of volume, too. So just got to make sure that he's producing with that volume. And, man, he's going he's gonna to check a lot of boxes. All right. Hey, let's uh, let's knock out a couple questions before we head out. Aaron Thomas to know, thoughts about DJ Moore returning this week? They're going to have to throw the ball against the Packers. Mike Davis is going to do really well this week, though. Okay. DJ Moore mm-hmm. will do decent, but Mike Perfect. Davis is a smash for me for the Panthers. We could piggyback off this. Landry or DJ Moore? Jarvis Landry or DJ Moore? It's Browns versus Giants, right? Yes. And Bradbury's out. Okay. Um, Jarvis Landry just on his target share in a yep. PPR league. If this is a standard league, DJ Moore, but in PPR leagues, Jarvis Landry. I'm going to agree with that exactly. as well. Um, Pork, we're going to let you take the last one. T.Y. Hilton versus Houston or DJ Moore versus Green Bay? T.Y. Hilton against Houston. That's a smash. That's a smash, yeah. Houston, Houston, Houston's defense is absolutely garbage. So bad. You know what's fun? DJ Moore, if DJ Moore has Jair, uh, has Jair Alexander on him, he's probably, he probably going to get shut down. You know, I was thinking about it. Um, I heard on a podcast that the Houston Texans do not have a draft pick until the third round. They do not. Yes. So Who bad. would they They're, even trade? They are not getting Jamar Chase like everybody wants them to. Who would they even trade to get a first or second round pick? They're screwed. They're not, they the, have only like per- are- the only person that yeah. they have to trade is Sean Watson, and they just signed him to a contract. They're not going to get rid of him. He's the only person that's worth anything. They've already yeah, traded they don't, they don't have an answer. Yeah. So. But, um, hey, that's going to do it for us tonight. So thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, just taking some victory and defeat laps. Thank you again, Maddie Big Chess, for joining us. Um, why don't you tell everybody where we can find you on Twitter and tell us about your amazing graphics. 
Yeah, find me on Twitter at Maddie Big Chest, uh, and then request some graphics, man. I'm a uh, hungry graphic designer over here. I need money. Everyone needs money, um, and I do MFL custom league, uh, you know, as well in the off season. So if you need some some pimped leagues for MFL, hit me up. I love doing them. They're so much fun to do because everyone has a theme for their leagues. So I love to uh, just uh, get in contact with you guys and. You know, I'm I'm very much in contact with you the whole process of it as well. So, just uh, get some work done by me, and it, it'll turn out well. So, hit me up. I can attest he's made some fantastic stuff for us. It's very quick. Um, he's not going to rob you blind. The, the stuff's going to be amazing. He does a great job. Matt, he's one of those guys that um, he sees your vision. If that makes any sense to mm-hmm. you guys? Uh, because I'm not an artistic person. I have something in mind. I just can't put it on the computer on paper. It's just not me. Um, Nate, tell us about yourself. Where can we find you on Twitter till next time? Yeah, you can find me at Nate NFL. Um, this next couple months are going to be so exciting. I'm going to be putting out a lot of content on the upcoming prospects. Uh, I'm going to be spending a lot of time scouting, going through tape. So it's going to be a fun ride. Mm-hmm. All right, great. Pork, how about yourself? Uh, you can find me at FF Porkman on Twitter. And you guys, I'm telling you right now, you have to sign up for his Patreon. This is going to be so much fun. This group chat is going to be popping. The rankings is going to be great. Our film study is going to be good. We might actually have some um, some some film study with just Nate or Matt or me and Nate, just breaking down one guy at a time and you know just telling him what we like, or what we don't like. It's and it's it's going to be fun. You're not going to have fun with nobody else other than us. I'm, I guarantee it. All right, and Porkman's right about that. Um, the group chat will be popping, as he said. I'll not be a part of it. Pop in. No G, man. Pop in. Gosh. Sorry. No G. Sorry, nice. no. Sorry. <laughs> you could be wilding in our popping group wilding. chat. It'll be a good time. Oh, my God. Check out our Patreon. It's going to be I worth everything. We're going to be having a lot of prospects to break down. Uh, rookie content. And I have some stuff ready for you guys to go on January 1st. You can still sign up now if you want. January 1st, there's going to be written content. The group chat will kick off then. You get an invite to a group me chat. Right, Maddie? That's what we're running the group chat through. It's going to be run by Maddie Big Chest himself. Um, so you're going to have to download that app. You know how to download apps. You have phones. It's not a big deal. Um, so download group me if you want to be a part of that. Um, Sign up for the Patreon. It's going to be a good time. Our first bonus episode will be available the January 9th. We're probably going to do that after. Well, it'll probably get uploaded. Like, I don't know how fast Patreon episodes upload. So I don't want to probably. Okay, it's right away. So it'll be like, depending on how late we go, late on the 8th or early morning on the 9th. So. Um, yeah. We'll have something ready for you guys to go then. couple episodes a month. During the off-season, though, you're probably going to get a lot more than just two episodes a month. It's going to be a lot of rookies to break down, so um, get ready for it. And, hey, listen, you can find me on Twitter if you are so inclined at the TheMBower85. I would much prefer you follow the show and our Patreon at Dynasty Rewind. Until next time, everybody, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Remember, be kind. Please rewind. Merry Christmas. Woo!